Welcome to this week's episode of Chive Radio. I'm your host, Rock and Roll. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. My uh, partner in crime, X Zero, is actually not with us tonight. Is he really ever with us? Okay, you know what, Bugs, stop. Um, (laughs) He's not with us for a good reason. He's out filming with, uh, I don't know, CBS or or somebody like that, doing something. They've always got something going on lately ever since we decided that we were going to do media again. So um, the initiative is getting some promotion time uh, through Zero and the New York Initiative right now. So I can't fault him for that. So have fun, Zero, if you're listening. Um, And you better be later because this is archived. So, yeah, and speaking of archives, um, if there's anything you guys have missed, we give a lot of good tips on on ways to be, what do we say, safer, healthier, happier. So if you hear anything that helps you, please share it. Share it with your family. Share it with your friends. We want you to be safer. We want the ratings. Just kidding. <laughs> anyway, tonight on Tribe Radio, we are having a show on how to help the homeless without spending a lot of money. And if you have to ask why you should help the homeless, then just, you know what, don't even listen anymore. Just, 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 I'd say hang up the phone, but we're not on the phone together. So um, whatever the equivalent of hanging up the phone is. Just, or go talk to somebody who's got a good heart that convinces you of a good reason to help the homeless because, you know, it's something we shouldn't even have to think about. So... Uh, there are a lot of arguments on um, giving money to the homeless, and you know I don't know where you sit. <clears throat> excuse me on the fence regarding that. So I'm just going to assume that there are those of you who don't have a lot of money to give to the homeless, or who'd rather not give money to the homeless. And I don't blame you. You know, if you if you want to know where your money's going, if you want to know where it's best spent. This show is for you. Um, so with that, you know, I'm used to having zero bouncing off ideas or being a smart ass in general because that's what he excels at. We all know that. Um, but since it's just me and Nightbug sitting here quietly, right, Nightbug? So right now. <laughs> um, you it's are be correct. Me talking. Yeah, exactly. And if anybody feels like calling in and sharing some of their homeless outreach tips, you're most welcome to do that because this show is all about sharing. It's not about me gossiping or uh, anything else for an hour. It's it's here to help you. With that, let's launch into these ways to help the homeless. Um, and this is for people who aren't necessarily in the real-life superhero community. This should be a show that can help out people who... Um, you know, pass homeless people all the time and want to know what's a better way to spend their money and their energy than just giving them a handout. We want to give them a hand up ultimately, right? So one of the things you can do and you can help other people do is to understand who the homeless are. One of the things that I've noticed um, when people talk about homeless is that there are so many stereotypes about the homeless. People think that homeless are just, you know, drug addicts, um, you know, alcoholics, lazy people who just want a handout instead of working. Um, that's not always true. You know, every situation is unique. And I I like to think that the homeless are people who who were just like us at one point and were overwhelmed by something whether it was physical, um, mental, or, you know, something that they couldn't overcome. We are all, uh, you know, just a few bad circumstances away from being homeless ourselves. And that's something to remember. Uh, you know, I, I don't have millions of dollars in the bank, so I know that should some bad circumstances befall me, that could be me out there on the street. Um, so if you can help people just, Stop stereotyping the homeless. I'm not saying that there aren't addicts out there. I'm not saying that there aren't lazy people out there. But come on, generalizations. Let's let's try to dispel those stereotypes if we can. Um, 
So that's one of the things you can do. That doesn't cost a damn thing. Number uh, two, because I've got a list, is educate yourself about the homeless. Um, one of the first ways to help them is to find out what they need. That's that's a good thing to do with any de-escalation situation, too, if, if you've got somebody who's who's got a problem, who's being very loud or scary, if you can safely find out what exactly it is that they need first, you may be able to just diffuse anything um, that could escalate into something scary or <laughs> stuff staring. Like, it's hard for me to talk when Bug stares at me. I'd rather he stared at the screen in front of him. It doesn't work this way. <laughs> Great. Um so, yeah, if you can talk to them, you know what it's like to have somebody ignore you? You know what it's like to say something to someone and have them completely just disregard you? That's Picture that in everyday life. Picture being so down on your luck that all you want is someone to tell you, you know, to smile or, or someone to let you know that they actually acknowledge you and, and care. And then imagine having, you know, a hundred of those people just pass you by and not even make eye contact with you. Um, make eye contact. Say something, you know. If, if you can't help them out with anything monetary or any type of food or clothing, you can, this is so corny, but damn it, it's the truth. You can, you know, try to make them smile somehow. I remember when we were doing a... Um, a little bit of an outreach on Valentine's Day. We decided to take out some candies and brownies and such um, with a little note in a Ziploc bag that said, someone cares for you. And we gave them the California Initiative's number so that if they needed somebody to talk to, they could. And there was a guy standing in uh, the middle of the street with a sign, and we handed him one of these packs and some socks and said, happy Valentine's Day. And he said, you're the first person that's wished me that all day long. And I thought, wow, you know, here I am at home with people sending cards or, you know, giving me flowers or candy or hugs. And this is the first time. I mean, and when we give into it, it was at around 5 o'clock in the afternoon. So you can you can do that. That leads into the, the next thing that you can do for the homeless without spending a dime is, is to respect them. You know, treat them, what is that, do unto others? If we did that, the world would be so different. And, and if you can start anywhere, you know, if if you preach everywhere about, oh, we should change the world, we should change the way people treat, you know what, start with a homeless person. Treat them the way you'd like to be treated. Don't just disregard them as throwaway human beings. That's not what they are. Um. You respond, like I said, even with a smile. And if you don't have any change, tell them you don't have change and just say have a good day anyway if they can. So um, what you can also do is you can carry a card with you that lists local shelters. Carry a few cards if you want. They're very cheap. You can print like eight of them up on a piece of paper and uh, cut them up and, and hand them out. Now, I understand that a lot of the homeless won't go into the shelters. And I used to think, well, why don't they just go into the shelters? Why, you know, they must like being homeless. And, you know, now I, I feel badly for being so pompous. It's not necessarily that they can't go into the shelters. It's that I was reading up, and this falls in line with the educate yourself um, advice that I just gave. You know, if I had a family and we were all together out on the street, I'm not sure that I'd want to stay in a shelter if it meant breaking the family up. And oftentimes you can't go in together as a family. Um, that's a reason. Another reason is that there are a lot of things you can catch from a shelter. A homeless tend to sleep in different places, so there are, you know, you can carry lice with you, bed bugs with you, um, and quite often in the shelters. It's, it's not the fault of the shelters necessarily, but if they can't get things detected in time or if they don't have enough sheets, um, 
to keep that laundry fresh, then there's a problem of contracting things. And that's one thing that the homeless don't need is to have more diseases uh, to carry with them out on the streets. Um, and another reason for keeping out of the shelters is um, the chance of rape. Not in the shelters, but quite often um, predators will watch for people leaving shelters and follow them, knowing that they're homeless and uh, they can attack them when they get far enough away from, you know, somewhere that's heavily populated. There are more reasons that they, they uh, don't want to go into shelters. And um, Bug is going to provide a link to a really good site I found that, that does explain more about that if you're interested. Um, another thing that you can do is to buy the street sheet. You see how they're usually, you know, they've got a stack of street sheets with them, and they're they're not pushy. You know, the ones I've seen, the guys I've seen, they're not pushy. Um, they'll ask you kindly if you'd like to buy a street sheet. Well, you know what? Buy one because that newspaper is sold in almost every major American city, and it's intended to help the homeless help themselves. Isn't that what we want? We want people to be able to help themselves. For every paper sold, the homeless earn five cents, and it's deposited in a special savings account earmarked for rent. So the next time you see those street sheets, even if you don't want one, buy five of them. You know, if you really want to help the homeless out, and and it gives them a sense of of earning their own way, also. Um, another thing you can do that doesn't cost a lot of money, if you've got extra food that you've made, say you've got you know some extra lunch meat or peanut butter and jelly, take a few extra sandwiches with you. Uh, next time someone you pass asks for change, offer him or her you know a sandwich, and. Um, if you order something at a restaurant, you can order something to take with you. You know, you can divide it up uh, if your meal's too big and put the untouched part in a to-go box. And when you pass a homeless person, you know, hand it to them if they are hungry. I know we've all tried to give food to people who are, don't want to eat what we give them. That's that's their choice. You know, even if you are starving, some things, you know, won't appeal to you. Um and I know that sounds bad, like beggars can't be choosy. Well, apparently they can, but not in a bad way. So, you know, instead of getting upset because they don't accept your free meal, then just give it to somebody who does. Um, another thing you can do is you can give money. And now I know a lot of people are going, I don't want to give my dollar or two to a homeless person. I don't know if they're going to get drugs or alcohol for them. No, you don't. Um, but if you aren't beyond giving up a couple of dollars here or there. One guy was really honest with me, and he told me that he was going to buy some alcohol for the evening because it helped him get through another cold night. Hey, if that's what it takes to get through another cold night, I know you're thinking, well, you're just enabling an alcoholic. Well, you know what? If it helps that alcoholic survive another cold night out there and there's not anything else I can do at the moment, then I'm going to help him survive another night out there. Now, it would be different if I were standing there day after day, you know, contributing to his his problem. But um, food is always a better option. But if you if you don't mind parting with a couple bucks, then go ahead. If you'd rather know where your money is going, and this is actually the way that I prefer, uh, give to the nonprofit organizations that serve the homeless because they can always use more help. And uh, that way you know your money is going um, into what you'd rather have it going into. Um, another thing that I do, I learned this from old school, whose uh, real name is Tom Strange. I love that name, by the way. Um, he has been giving out socks for the past few years, and I know that total has got to be over 500 pairs of socks. So um, whenever I pull up next to someone who's got their homeless sign out, I'll always ask them, hey, would you like a pair of socks or a pair of gloves. I've never had one of them say no. In fact, they're always pretty surprised and happy because without clean socks, 
you don't have clean, dry feet, and that can be deadly out there um, when you're homeless. I've got someone. Do I have someone on the line? I do. You know what? I've got a caller I'm going to take right now. Hi, caller. Who is this? And what's up? Hey, it's Moxie. Hello, hello. Moxie! I, I hope I'm not yelling in your ear. Yay! Moxie hey. Gusto of the Louisiana Initiative. Hey, lady, if anybody knows about how to help the homeless, this lady does. She just fed like almost. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let her get the applause because she deserves it. Thanks, Bug. This lady just did a soup feed for um, almost 100 people all by herself. I mean, she had help with her family, but, man, you guys should have seen the pictures. The pictures of the soup looked so good that we ended up making some for our homeless handout here, and then I ended up making some for my family, like, the following week because, you know, Moxie didn't hold back. What's up, Mox? Hey. This is my kind of show. Oh, yeah. Hey, you got some stuff you want to share? Because you know what? I've been flapping now for how many minutes, and I am very happy to let somebody else give up some tips because I know you got them. Well, you know, we all have pretty small budgets, and my coworkers thought I was crazy when I said I was going to cook for 100 people because they know where I come from, and they know how hard I've had to work just to, you know, pay rent and keep the family fed. But... It's really, it's not that hard and it's not that big of a job, you know. Um, you guys inspired me to do this, really, because you went first. You know, you were doing the sandwiches and you're doing the the brownies with your needle pickups, and I just decided to go for it. And uh, Sweet. <laughs> it doesn't take much, you know. Um, that bean soup that I made probably cost less than $70, and it was time for me to rotate my uh, my food storage, so I had 15 pounds of beans that I needed to use up anyway. Um, Excellent. But uh, for the second time around, I came up with a pretty good trick. I asked for help. I'm really <laughs> right. I'm really not what is it? I just put a flyer up in the break room at work and said, hey, this is what I just did, and I'm doing it again. Does anybody want to help me? And donations poured in. See, that's a great idea because what do they say? Many hands make light work. And I know you did the first one, you know, by yourself. So this is great. So, you know, here, this takes the burden off of you, and then you can feed actually more people, right? Oh, exactly, exactly. You know, I had several people just give me a little bit of meat. A couple people gave me some frozen vegetables. Um, My freezer is full to bursting because everybody had a little bit to throw in. Um, It's the ultimate version of you buy, I'll fly. You know, I had had people (laughs) give me grocery cards. Um, I have a card for for the grocery store when it's time to buy the fresh vegetables. Um, All I got to do is swipe the card. Wow, that's awesome. Everybody gets to help just a little bit. Wow. And you know what? That's a great idea because it gives them a sense, and, you know, it makes them feel good, and guess what? You'll get them addicted to to wanting to help you. Like, Moxie, when's the next one? So what a smart idea. So it's like selling soup. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. now, how did you get, i, I got to ask you, how did you get um, the tables? Because that's the one thing that we, you know, we had trouble with the, the last minute. You know, um, we finally got some from uh, um, Sage Tiger and Draco. Uh, they they helped us out, but otherwise I was going, man, where did these guys, because I know you had like, what, a, two or three at least? It was two tables. Um, I joined a group that has been doing this for a while. Um, I just we walked up and introduced ourselves and said hi. We've you know seen what you guys are doing and we want to help. And they said great, okay, we'll, we'll get you on the calendar. So they gave me a Saturday. That was my day. Um, they have um, they've been doing this for a couple of years. So they had um, accumulated tables, that accumulated bowls and things like that. So any donations that I got were just replenishing the, their supplies. I love that. Sweet. Uh, 
that's really it. But we um, we got a cheap table at you know uh, Wally World, I think, for twenty bucks because we didn't know that they were going to have one. Oh well, there you go for twenty bucks. See, yeah, we can do that. Most groups can do that, or you know, most families can get you know like a twenty dollar table just to keep on hand. You never know, play poker on that table. <laughs> you, and, you know when you're not using it. Um, that's wow. Well, did you say Wally World? Yeah, I'm not gonna say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't believe it. Should I go there? <laughs> I haven't known to put my pajamas on and wander in. <laughs> Too good. I always think of the the um, Griswolds when I think of Wally World, but yeah. Um, <laughs> so um, I know you've got like you keep coming up with these other good ideas too to um, you know to, to help the homeless out. Like you did a coat drive, didn't you? Just uh, like the last two years, as a matter of fact, wasn't it? Yeah, actually, this was my third one. I do I do it. Wow. It's an every year thing now, um, and it's to honor um, something that my coworkers did for me. Um, when I first started my job eight and a half years ago, things were not good. And, you know, they noticed right away that I only had one pair of shoes, two pairs of pants, and a couple of shirts. And Christmas was coming up. And the entire company bought Christmas for my son. And he believed in Santa Claus so strongly for so many years, and they emptied out their closets. They did a, a clothing drive for my entire family. Wow! Wow! That's, That's a... I've ever said it without breaking down crying. Oh, honey, you can break down crying because you got me all like, you got me pretty teared up too. Wow! I'm, well, <laughs> darn you, Moxie! Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, you know, we wow. moved here from Cali- from California, and I wasn't I wasn't real sure that I liked this place. And you know, after that Christmas, I just I couldn't believe the entire company got together and and did this for my family. And I've been pretty devoted to paying it forward ever since. Wow. Okay, you know what? You made me think of something. I I was a I was a single mom for a while, and I remember dropping my son, one of my sons, off at school, and this uh, one of the teachers came up to the car with this uh, laundry basket just full of Thanksgiving donate oh, full turkey, and all the sides, you know, the, um, to to go ahead and cook on my own, and I went. What is this? And she said, Well, we, we, you know, we know that you're a single mom, and we, you know, whether you need it or not, we, we thought we might help out. It's Thanksgiving, and oh my God, yeah, talk about crying right there. I'm like, Are you yeah. kidding me? Who are you people? You're wonderful. This, and it never, it never left me. You know, from that, it's just because it really, really did help so much at that time of year. You know, right. um, yeah, it does. It makes you, it makes you want to pay it forward forever. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, because you're just so moved from then on, you're never the same. So uh, how can people, because I know that there's a lot of the real-life superheroes out there, and any of the people who listen in who, who aren't real-life superheroes, they're going, well, how do I get a, um, a clothing drive started? Do I, you know, put flyers in my office? How do I go about asking people for their, their used stuff like that, you know? What did well, you do? The the first time I did it, I went to this awesome website called One Warm Coat. Is it dot org or dot? I think it's One Warm Coat dot org. Mm-hmm. And if you need tips, I never did it before, and um, I kind of read all about how to do it, and they gave me some advice about you know how long to collect, and it was just a matter of opening up Word and creating a simple flyer that says. You know, this is what I'm doing, code drive. This is where I'm, what time I'm collecting, and I'm benefiting this shelter. And you just stick it up, you email it out, and people will start emptying out their closets for you. People Fantastic. want to. It's as soon as as soon as they find out you're doing something, somebody's going to bring you a bag. 
And I, like I said, and that makes them feel good too. So, you know, everybody's winning with stuff like this. And and besides that, you never know. Somebody may have just clothing that they're, they, I think uh, John Drop of the Washington Initiative had a campaign going on where he said, those aren't keeping your closet warm. So you might as well give them to somebody who does need to be kept warm, you know, something in in a much more eloquent way than I just did. But it's true. They're not doing your closet any good. So, you know, you might as well give them up to somebody who's who's needing it badly. And I tell you, Moxie, when we were out there these last couple winters, there were so many people who needed needed it badly. You know, just that coat. It, you know, I think about it because I love my coats. I really do. And 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 when I put them on, I don't think, man, difference between life or death overnight if it's cold. But wow, it's it makes a difference. I, I've been outside without an adequate coat. It's um, it's not a lot of fun. Lucky no. for me, it lasted a couple of days. But you know, when you when you have no way to get warm and you have to be outside, that's right. Fun people have never experienced in their lives. Right. And, and you know, um, that's the thing. Uh, people don't know that if you, you know, so many of the initiative members have, have been homeless uh, at some point, me included. Um, and so we know that's where a lot of this come from, comes from. We know that uh, if someone would have just taken the time to do one, one kind thing like this, you know, it, it would have made all the difference. And for some of us, you know, like you and me, uh, somebody did, and that's why we, we dedicate so much time to it. Um, anything else that they can they can do? Because I know you've got, uh, other than the, you're always posting stuff in the initiative pages, so I'm sorry if I'm milking you here, but this is the show to do it on, so um, please feel free. Well, I mean, you know, get a get a if you can afford it, get a Sam's Club card or Costco or what, whatever you have in your area. You know, look for sales. Um, granola bars go on sale, and I'll buy five boxes and make sure I've got one in my pocket at all times. Um, mm. you know, I work I work in a downtown area, and I get approached fairly often. You know, hey, you know, I haven't had anything to eat today. And as a rule, I don't carry money, ever. And so I'm able to say, you know, I don't have any money, but I've got a granola bar. Would would you like to have it? And every single time, oh, yes, please, thank you. And that person is as grateful as anybody would be. I agree. I, you know what, that's a great idea because they don't go bad, you know, and they can stay in your pocket forever. And uh, they can they can hold on to them until they're ready to eat them. That's that's a great idea. Granola, granola bars aren't that expensive. So good, no. good. You know what, guys? If you're hearing that, those are, if you're going to go out on your patrols or whatever, if you're an RLSH listening, granola bars go a long way. If you're going to give them food, give them non uh, non perishable items like that. Um, I know I tried to do um, turkey and ham sandwiches one time, and I tell you, Moxie. More people wanted the granola bars or the peanut butter and jelly sandwiches in the Ziplocs than they did the other sandwiches because they knew that if they didn't eat them all, they would go bad, you know, yeah. within a day or so. Um, do you? Can you tell me where you usually buy your water? Because we've been—that's we, a debate over here. We're, we're trying to find the cheapest places to find bottled water to hand out because I know that's really important too. Well, in my town, it's at Sam's. Um, that's just hands down. I, I shopped around, and I can get uh, 25 bottles for 4 bucks, something like that. It's been a while since I've looked at the price. But, um, you oh, can, that's you good. You can go online yeah. and you can shop your local stores and see what the prices are. And that's really all I did. And it turned out Sam's was, was the absolute cheapest. I think they have Sam's everywhere, so that might be good for everybody. Am I right? Don't they have Sam's clubs everywhere? Yeah, pretty mean. So that's twenty-five for four bucks. That's pretty good. Um, especially you know California, how we have you know California always has the higher prices for everything. Oh yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna check out Sam's Club and. Um, 
I know that uh, just recently uh, Sage Tiger, her son, put together a hundred mini um, first aid kits for the homeless, and he did it. She said that they got that together, believe it or not, for around 11 bucks. Um, and, and I think they had, I, I'll pull it up and look at the picture somewhere here, but I know that they had Band-Aids and uh, alcohol wipes and Q-tips and um, a peppermint candy for someone who's diabetic and I think safety pins and um, I can't remember what else, but uh, we can put, we'll can we put the info on, on the tribe page. Uh, but something like that, that's a hundred little, you know, Ziploc and snack packs full of first aid kits. That's something that can be handed out easily. And I, like I said, I know old school, he asked his friends, you know, like you said, it, it's it's hard for us, you know, to ask for help. But when we finally do, we see just how many people make it easier for us by going, yeah, if you would have asked before, old school asked for help. I think he's given out almost 500 pairs of socks. So um, my friends, uh, if you're listening in the in the San Francisco Bay Area, I've I've got one lady Hi, Viola. Uh, she just keeps donating bags of socks to give out and um, talk about making somebody happy because they know they get to change out their, their you know, nasty wet socks if they have any at all right there. Um, let's see. I'm, I'm looking through my notes, but I want to hear what you have to say, too, because I've got, oh, wait, someone is saying something. Tree song. Uh, is saying, asking, have we discussed getting donations from stores, restaurants, et cetera? Uh, if you have a business card or they've heard of you, it may work. That's a good idea, Tresong. I haven't tried that. Have you, Moxie, going to restaurants or stores? Hello? Hello? Uh-oh. Did we lose Mox? Yeah. You know what? Oh, well, there you are. <laughs> um yeah, did you hear my question? No. Oh, okay. Um, I was saying that, uh, uh, that Tree Song was online in, uh, in the chat room, and he was saying that uh, he was asking us if we discussed getting donations from stores or restaurants, et cetera, um, if we have a business card, you know, and or they've heard of you, they, they may be able to help you. So I'm wondering if you've tried that. I haven't yet. That's a really good idea. No, I haven't. Um, I know a lot of businesses would rather donate to a, a 501c3, and I don't have that set up yet. But it really shouldn't stop me from asking, and I guess it has. Right. You know, and I know that Trader Joe's here in California will give up um, to the 501c3s. That's a good point. So, um you know what? And then there's a there's a restaurant in New York that actually gives up their extra food. They won't sell anything. You know, they they just that day if it's not sold, they'll give it away to the homeless. So if you um, go in and ask for it, they'll give it up. And as soon as I can find out that information, we'll put that up on the on the uh, for our New York peeps who are going, hey, where can I go? You know, pick up some homeless stuff. Well, this restaurant will give you their stuff at the end of the evening, and you can give it out to the homeless. Um, there are other ways too. There's the uh, uh, donating labor. The things you can donate, you know, without paying for anything, without using your own money. If you don't have a lot of, to spend, you can donate your labor. Uh, like I know a few of them need help filling out job apps and resumes and such. That's always a good thing. Or you can uh, contact the agencies that work with the homeless, and you can donate some child care. Um, that way, if mom's got to go out on a job interview or something, you can watch the children, you know, of homeless families. Um, I know that, let's see, you know how we have, we can research things on our, our computers. We can make phone calls, but for someone who's homeless, it's not that easy. So one of the things that I was thinking of was to research charities and government services for people in, in my area um, in case they, they, you know, they might be newly homeless and not know of anything um, that can help them out. So it's good to compile it into a list and, you know, take a few of those lists with you out there to share. Um, believe it or not, some homeless 
can't read or write. So, if again, if you contact an agency that works with the homeless, you can volunteer your time to help teach someone to read and write. Um, and if you have used items, you can donate. Because I'm thinking about all these things you can donate. If you have used items, you can donate those. Like I said, you got a sweater that doesn't fit you anymore. Donate a used item. Um, and, oh, check this out, Moxie. I just found out about this. Are you still there, by the way? Yep. Yep. Oh, okay. I, I won't keep you too much longer. I know I, <laughs> I'm burning up your uh, your ear with the phone against it right now. But um, you can share. Uh, for those of you who, who like the gorilla filming, you know, style, you can share, you know, and with anybody's iPhone or any type of smartphone now it's got, you know, video capabilities, you can take a video of um, – someone homeless and interview them. And um, the reason I'm, I'm saying, you know, some people go, oh, don't put a camera in a homeless person's face. No, this is something different. This is giving them a chance to um, say hello to any friends or family or just to let people know who they are uh, and give them a, a quick, you know, three or four minute chance to tell their story if they want to. And you can share those with a website called invisiblepeople.tv. And it was created by um, this guy, Mark. Um, he goes by the Hardly Normal on Twitter. And uh, he just wants to give a face and a story to the homeless um, so that people know that these aren't just, like I said, disposable robots that you see on the street. These are actual people just like us. Um, and a lot of them are very happy to to give a little story or say, you know, hey, if somebody sees this, I'm doing good, you know, just to let you know I'm okay. Um, and it, it makes, like I said, personalizing who the homeless are for people who just think that they're a big lump group to put together that, you know, don't contribute to society. And that's a really sad way to look at them. Um and I'm sitting here wondering, I know I'm forgetting things, Mox. Am I, what am I forgetting? Ways that we can help the homeless without using a lot of money. Hmm. Oh, you know what? I just read something. I read on the chat room uh, from the animator, suspended coffee orders. Have you heard of that? Yeah, I think I was the one that, that posted the link. That's right. You were. Can you please let the people know what that is? Oh, it's awesome. It's. I don't know where this restaurant is, but they set up. They set it up to where when you order your coffee or your meal, you can pay for an extra coffee or an extra sandwich suspended, and it's paid for. Waiting for someone to walk in who needs a cup of coffee or who needs a sandwich, um, whether it's someone that's homeless or someone that's unemployed and looking for work. You know, they can come in and they've they've got their dignity. They can just ask, "Do you have any suspended coffees? Do you have any suspended sandwiches?" And if there is one, then they can sit down and they can have something to eat or something warm to drink to keep them, you know, on a cold day. Um, and that is a great idea. Yeah, it's fantastic. I'm I'm going to try to talk one of my downtown restaurants into doing this. I, I hope they'll go for it. You know what? They need to, I, I hate to say it, I know that, you know, it's it's a big corporation, but you know who needs to be doing this since they're on every freaking corner in America. If, uh, <laughs> and I know it's usually the smaller mom-pop stores that will do it, but if there's some way to get a petition to get Starbucks, Yes, right, I said the big S word, um, to do this. I mean, like I said, they're everywhere. And for homeless people to know that, I mean, think about it. Suddenly Starbucks says, yes, we will do the suspended coffee orders. Then anybody who's near Starbucks knows that they can go in and ask, hey, do you have any suspended coffee order for today? You know, so they can get, like you said, their warm cup of coffee. Um I don't know, Max, I think we might have to start some type of movement if it hasn't, uh, if it hasn't started yet. <laughs> and, and I can see you now going, oh, God, even more to do like I don't do it all. <laughs> <laughs> That's another project. That's what we need. 
I know. <laughs> Poor Moxie. Moxie's getting just overwhelmed. Every time she turns around, we throw in another project at her, even though she and Cognito you know, just created this amazing website for us. So, by the way, it's the ICHQ.org. IC as in Initiative Collective, HQ as in Headquarters.org. If you guys want to learn it, more about us, what we do, um, all the projects <laughs> that we've got going on that are driving Moxie crazy. Um, you guys check out ICHQ.org. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think of more things here before we, you know, I, I got to say that I was talking about peanut butter and jelly. I'm telling you, Moxie, people get so happy with the the first and uh, most well-accepted thing that we give out is your soup. You should have, well, you did see him. You saw him on your side of the country. If you could have seen him on this side of the country, your soup, people kept coming back for seconds and literally for thirds of this soup. Because wow. it was so, it was hot and steaming, and it was so hearty. I mean, for those of you who, you know, who didn't get to see Moxie's pictures or my pictures there, it had beans, it had meat, vegetables, and we both served it with rice. So it was it was a hearty, wonderful, protein-filled meal um, for people out there. I know it sat in their stomachs all night, you know, at least keeping them full for a while. So that's a nice thing. That's exactly um, what I feed my family, you know. We're on a right. small budget. This is what we eat. And actually, I we love that. have videos on the ICHQ. Um, there you my, go. Yeah, it has a slideshow and, and even the recipe for how to make Excellent. that. Thank you. I was going to say, oh, we should put the recipe up. And there you go. You're right. It's on the ICHQ. You guys, if you're listening in, because I think we've reached, uh, we're, we're, we keep growing. We're up to 1,200 listeners per uh, episode now. So that's 1,200 people who are going, okay, yeah, but how do I cook soup for 100 people? Hey, Moxie's got a step-by-step recipe on the ICHQ.org so, um, site. So go there and, and, you know, get your friends to help you, man. Make it a family thing. Get some family members out there. You know what? That'll be probably one of the best days you spend together as a family because feeding a hundred people and just seeing, you know, just how happy you make them, that's that's pretty up there with the great memories, you know. So, um Once you do it, you'll that and Yeah, you will. You you know what? I gotta agree. This is getting this is getting addictive. I mean, well, it is addictive. It's addicting, um, and I'm I'm pretty hooked on it. It's it's. I think Bug is telling me, you know, you got to slow down with this and that. But <laughs> he's giving me the eyebrows right now, like, yep. <laughs> but he doesn't understand it. Just even making the peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, which, by the way, we have done this. Um, oh gosh, past few years, I don't know how many times we've done the peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, but you can make here in California, and you know California prices are pretty high um, at, at Wally World, like you said, Mox. You can get the supplies to make um, almost 100 peanut butter. I think we made 96 each time consistently. Um, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for about 45 bucks, and that includes Ziploc bags which are great because, you know, they can keep them fresh for a couple of days. So between Moxie soup, oh, what's that? Oh, you know, I priced it here, and mm-hmm. that's why I went with the soup. It, it is more expensive in Louisiana to make peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and put them in Ziplocs than it is Holy to make crap. soup. Um, wow. Yeah, I, I was Forget it then, you know. <laughs> wow. So See, and I'm you know, it's all the time and and you know what the soup is just you should have seen it was well you did <laughs> okay this is for the listeners you guys should have seen people were loving this soup um it was they it was a cold day out there we were out in in a civic center san francisco and you know people were holding it in their hands just to keep their hands warm you know, to get started, and then they're eating it, you know, get their insides warm. And then when they they try it, they love the flavor so much, they came back and, and like I said, seconds and thirds. So 
Oh, people might wonder, well, will I get in trouble for serving food? You know what? Um, I haven't heard of anybody getting trouble here in San Francisco, but I know that Moxie did it a flash flash mob style, right? You were in and out of there in, what, an hour? That's what the organization does. Um, the downtown authority doesn't like that we do this because it's directly across the street from uh, the city courthouse. But it's on a private property, and the man who owns this lot is all for what we're doing. You know, he's he's a he's a really great guy, and they complain that it's going to oh, there's going to be homeless loitering all the time. So that's not what happens. Um, they've got it down to a science, and I wish I could take credit, but I can't. They show <laughs> up a few minutes before five. They set up. They serve. You know, sixty to a hundred people and they clean up and they leave without a trace before the next hour. Wow. They're not even there a full hour, and at the end of it, you just can't even tell anybody was there. And wow. it's expected. You know, the, the homeless people know you come, you eat, you help clean up, and you go. That is like a finely tuned machine, in and out of there in an hour, and, and like almost 100 people fed. That's pretty good. That's most picnics, you you know, you can't get in and out of there and all cleaned up, you know, within three hours. So that's that's pretty good. Um, I think that we need to have another show where we just share. We we try out a bunch of you know different recipes too, and and just share it now, you know, because you know we're all foodies, <laughs> the initiative especially. Um, and by the way, Moxie, I have to let you know that, that for Easter Sunday, which, God, I can't believe it, it was just last weekend, um, we made your uh, sweet potato, crock pot sweet potatoes again. I think uh, I think we're going to – not kidding. For those of you who, who don't know what Moxie's uh, crock pot sweet potatoes are, you know what? I, I think we'll post – if you don't mind, do you mind, Moxie, if we post up your, your recipe? Okay, we're going to post that up on Tribe because we talk about it on Tribe and there's a link – to you know, to share with you, we're going to share it. So, you guys, I got to warn you, people in my family who hate sweet potatoes now ask for these sweet potatoes. So, dang it, I got to remember to do this show after we eat because now I'm really super hungry. Um, <laughs> uh, before I forget, there are there are other things you can do if you don't have money and you don't have a, a way to cook for a hundred people. Um, you can always do volunteering in a soup kitchen, old school. Tom Strange, he gets us to volunteer with him. Uh, he volunteers a few um, nights a month at uh, soup kitchens, and he's gotten us to to start joining him. Uh, you can volunteer your professional services. You know, whatever you do, is there something you do? If, are you a doctor? Can you volunteer? Well, you know, you can go to the shelters and and help out there. Uh, lawyers, you can help with legal concerns and you know contact agencies that need you. Um, the homeless, their their needs are are, are bountiful, but um, your talent won't be wasted. Um, you can volunteer at battered women's shelters. They, you know, if they've already been through that, they they could use a friendly face, someone to talk to. Um, you can teach. A uh, homeless person, if you're if you're a martial arts instructor, you can teach them how to uh, basic self defense skills. Always help. Uh, that's what we're doing actually. Um, this coming actually in two weeks, we are going to be teaching some homeless kids how to defend themselves while out on the street. It's pretty heartbreaking to you know to have to do this in the first place, but it's better than not doing it. I, I hate seeing them out on the streets without any way to to stay aware and protect themselves. Uh, Habitat for Humanity is another good one. And um, don't forget to get involved politically, too. If you stand up for the civil rights of the homeless, um, you know, even trying to help them get some type of fixed address by voting for on housing concerns, you know, that goes a long way. Um, let's see. I can't, I can't believe this. I'm looking at this clock. We've got 10 minutes left. Moxie. You should have been my guest. Well, you are my guest speaker now <laughs> without any warning whatsoever. So that's fantastic. But, uh, oh, we've got Moxie. Can you hang on for one minute while we do our our uh, our game show? Sure. 
Thanks. And it, our game show is called... Dear God, what is that thing? And in case you're a first-time listener, this is where we play a sound bite without words from um, some movie. Or Are we doing TV shows, too? Just movies. Movies. Theoretically, we could do TV shows. We could do TV shows, too. And you have to guess the... Um, name of the actor or at least the actor's character name or the movie that it came from. And when you do, when you win, you get to give me or Zero um, a line of text to say on the radio. It can be anything you want that isn't, of course, racist or, you know. Last week's winners. And last week's, we have two winners last week, but, um, so I don't have to say anything this week, but I think next week when Gerald comes back, those two winners are going to go, oh, shoot, I forgot to, because we know who they are um, personally. So they're probably going to get back to us and say, yeah, I got something for you next week. But without further ado, here is the sound. If you guys know what it is, I will have you call in about four minutes before the show ends, and you have to try to guess it. Okay? Here's the sound. Ah. It's <laughs> actually one of my favorite movies ever, so I'm going to play it one more time. And <laughs> I'm sitting here laughing. <laughs> All right, one more time. Ah. <laughs> okay, don't call in yet and don't give it up in the chat room, otherwise it'll give up your, your prize. Um It doesn't work this see, way. So yeah, it works that way. Oh, by the way, uh we we just hung out um down in Southern Cal and I was gonna leave behind a bunch of hotel room toiletries and I realized, no, you guys are traveling around, especially if you do it for business and you're listening to this show, do me a favor, please. Even if you're not gonna use your hotel toiletries, will you please keep those for me in a bag and I will find a way to get them from you if you live in California. And even if you don't live in California, I'll pay for your postage to have them sent if you're just starting to collect them in bulk. Because we can put them together in packs and we can give them out to people who need shampoo or soap or, you know, whatever little sewing kits that they give out at hotels. So keep those, please. Um, we're coming down to how many minutes left? we got seven minutes left. Moxie, is there anything I'm forgetting before I uh, start wrapping the show up? I'm sure there is, but I'm forgetting it, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm asking poor Moxie as if she were totally prepared, and I went, hey, Moxie, just what you – no, she just she called in, and I'm 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 racking her brain because I know she's, you know, got all kinds of good stuff that she's already shared, actually. Um, and, and even if we do – Bounce ideas off each other. Ask, your, ask other people, you know, hey, I want to do something. Do you have any ideas? Right, that's a good idea. Just it's good to brainstorm. I'm finding, you know, you put two, three people in a room for the same um, purpose, and something good usually comes out of it. Somebody will come up with something you didn't think of. There's also a website uh, called JustGive.org, and they have a whole bunch of ways to help the homeless. Um, it's an online charity site. So, in fact, they helped me when I was setting up for the show. Like, I got a lot of ideas from them, too. Um, man, you know what? I'm, I'm, I think, oh, there's also a book that you can get, uh, and the author is, we'll, we'll list this, too, up on our Facebook website. And, and if you've never visited our website on Facebook, all you have to do is just enter Tribe Radio Show at your Facebook search bar, and it'll take you to us. There is a book called 54 Ways You Can Help the Homeless, and it's by Charles Koloff. And uh, and you can get it for something to keep, you know, when you ran out of all your other novels to read. So you can go, hey, let me check this out. Maybe I can come up with even one of those 54 ways uh, to help you, you know, help people out on the streets. And I'm sorry, I'm trying to do two things at once. <laughs> For someone like me, that's not very easy. And so I'm I'm looking at links and that uh, Nightbug is reminding me of. There are um, links from Squidoo that we'll be putting up on why homeless people don't use shelters, uh, along with the links about um, 
you know, why they don't get just get jobs. When people think, just go get a job, hippie, or whatever they say. There's a, a nice article from Squidoo that we're also posting that tells you why they don't just get jobs, or maybe they already do have jobs, but it's still not enough to pay rent. Um, check our website for that also. And uh, I think it's getting close to the time where I should have somebody call in for the uh, for the contest. So I want to play it one more time. And here it is. Ah. <laughs> okay, so if you know what that is, call in. It's area code 347-327-9350. And if no one gets it, that's fine. It'll roll over to next week. That's what we do. So... Um, I think since I've picked Core Moxie's brain and I've checked out everything I had written in my notes, um, I think, what do you think, Moxie, now a good time to plug Nation of Heroes one more time? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> it's always a good time to plug like Nation of Heroes. <laughs> What's that? I said this is the kind of thing this movie is about, is people who do yeah. a whole lot with nothing. Thank you. That's you know what I love that. I should just pick that as a tagline. How we do a whole lot with nothing. Wait, how we do a whole lot? What did you just say? You said it much better than I did. But um, it's it's it is about it's exactly that. What Moxie said. We don't have a lot of money in the initiative. Um, we don't have a lot of free time totally either. But you know what we've got a lot of is a lot of drive and a lot of belief in in this, um, what we're doing. And our film project, our documentary, is um, about making a movie, uh, a documentary full feature, about inspiring other people to do what these people are doing with very little money um, and with a limited amount of time also. And we're going from California to New York um, finding these unsung heroes. They're, they're totally unsung heroes. These are people you probably have never heard of, but once you meet them through our documentary, you will never be able to forget them. And we're hoping that you get so touched that you are either shedding tears at the end of the movie or really fired up and you just want to run out and do what you can. Because you know what? It makes you feel good. That's what you get out of this movie. It'll change the way you feel. Um, about helping someone out and paying it forward. Because you hear that, paying it forward all the time, right? Well, where will you see how these people did that? Um, and you'll get to learn something about the initiative as well. So if you guys are interested in making this happen, because you know what, this stuff is so expensive. I mean, and it's hard to monetize something like, you know, taking your dream and, and bringing it out on the road and making it happen, and that's what this movie is um, for a lot of us. It's, it's kind of a dream come true. But we do have to monetize it with that cost. So it costs a lot. And we've got a, a website up right now, Fundraiser um, Campaign. If you just put in Nation of Heroes, if you if you go to a fundraiser site, which is F-U-N, F-U-N-D-R-A-Z-R dot com, Fundraiser, and Internation of Heroes, you can find it. Um, and please, you know, let your friends know about this. Anyway, we're, we're clicking down to a minute. I want to thank Moxie Gusto of the Louisiana Initiative. You rock, Moxie. Thank you so much for helping me out with this one. <laughs> and uh, thank you, everybody who's listening and who's in the chat room. And uh, you guys, take care. Check out our website. And uh, Moxie, anything you want to add? Is Moxie still there? Poor thing. Is she putting her on? Oh. The... <laughs> I just I want everybody to go see ICHQ and take a look at our videos and and make that soup and start feeding people. Yes, if we excellent. Can do it, so can you. Yes, <laughs> that's exactly it. Really, if we can do it, so can you. Check out ICHQ.org for everything we talked about tonight. And um, have a good week, everybody. Stay safe and trust yourselves. Talk to you later.